You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Listeners, you're listening to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice here in the Allo Communications studios, here with a recurring guest, Khan Injolu. Boy, I've been practicing that name ever since the last time you were on, Khan. You're doing great with it. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you back. I love it. Khan comes up. What are you going to talk about today? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But beforehand, you know, before the show started, uh, well, Micah went on a little Micah raid. I won't call it a tirade. We'll call it a Micah raid. I think that's a good good way of calling it from now on about uh, dinner. Yes. And and supper. Where I grew up, it was dinner. Um, I heard about supper, just only had it a few times from my aunt's house, uh, random friends, parents that would call it that. But uh, I'm a dinner guy, personally. How about you? I, gr- I grew up a supper guy, but I'm now a dinner guy. Okay. Um, was it hard to make the transition? No. <laughs> you just came over to the- I just came over, came out west and dinner. And I think, I, I, I don't really remember. Some people in my family called it dinner, but most called it supper. Mm-hmm. Like my, my family called it supper. I have found those that call it supper tend to supper earlier. Yes. In the day. Uh, 4.30, 5, 5 uh, 5.30 is late for supper. But dinner, I feel like you can get a lo- away with, uh, you know, a little bit later into the evening hours, eight, nine at a, on occasion. Um, More of a European model? Yes, yes. Well, my dad's Turkish, and so every time we'd go over there, I mean, we won't even go out to dinner until about 9 p.m. And then, of course, you know, drinks and everything take you well into the evening. <laughs> so, uh, I'm used to that, but uh, I think that might be a distinguishing factor there, dinner and supper. You might have to do a, a fan poll and see what—, what Others think on it. We we might have to just uh, just a little bit, uh, but out west I think it is it is I hear more dinner. Mm-hmm. But I'm an earlier uh, earlier eater. You know, six o'clock. Six is, is, good. is good. Six is good. I have to be careful. My father-in-law, um, he's he's in bed by about seven thirty, so he likes to eat around five. If not earlier, sometimes I'll probably get in trouble for that. How you doing, Mark? If you're listening. <laughs> Oh, it's it, this air is well past his bedtime. So there we go. Uh, and, but, uh, but on Spotify and everywhere else, it might be a bit different. Um, yeah. What other you know? Because uh, you grew up in Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, I grew up just right across the border in Indiana, uh, which is unusual that you had dinner and I had supper. Right. Because uh, you know where in Ohio. So I grew up in Newark, Ohio. Shout out to all my Newark folks there. Um, east Central Ohio, about 40, 40 miles east of Columbus. Um, yeah, small town. My folks still live there. They have a 65-acre farm out there uh, that they did not have when I was in school. They actually waited till we graduated and moved out of the house and then moved to the country. So, hmm. yeah, we're heading back next Tuesday, actually, going back um see my parents, my sister, her family. We're going to make it on campus. I don't think I'll make it to the Ohio State-Michigan game, but we'll be on campus for that. So looking forward to it. Oh, that'll be a, that'll, that'll be a popular game, I'm sure. Very big game. Yeah, so we'll see if everybody ends up undefeated. Uh, it'll be, be one to remember for sure. Well, 
enjoy your time out there. I think last time I had you on was about this time last year because you were about to embark on a cross-country road trip for Thanksgiving. Now you're flying this time. (laughs) Yes, this time we are flying. Last time um, I actually drove with the the wife and kids and my trailer, uh, hauled it out there, and uh, ran out of gas on the way. So that was nice. Got to really see State Farm's uh, emergency road service crew come through. Fantastic. Is that Um, embarrassing when you have to call your own road service crew? It's like, hey, guys. Uh, well, I had my State Farm trailer, so I, it was easy to recognize. Hey, we're oh. at this exit. It's a State Farm trailer. So <laughs> there was a little bit of a chuckle there, but no, not really embarrassed. I was, uh, we were back on the road in a half an hour, so able to move. But um, uh, Kim flew home with the kids that trip, so I, I made the solo road trip. Oh gosh! So that road trip was so yes. Uh, we'll say interesting. Interesting, yeah. You know a. Uh, Two and a three-year-old at the time, uh, 18 and a half hours on a, on a good trip. It was probably 20 and a half with the trailer and everything and the, uh, the gas breakdown, we'll say. so. Yeah. But, yeah, um, it was about this time last year and um, getting ready to fly home again. Tis the season for Thanksgiving. Uh, it is. Yeah. Right around the corner. Well, uh, Con and Jolu is a, a state farm insurance – I don't want to call you a salesman. Agent. Because you – agent. Yeah, you're so much more than, than a salesman and a sales rep. Uh, but you've won uh, numerous awards this past year um, as an agent with State Farm. So uh, what, what was the most recent that you were just uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and smiling the other day on Facebook? Um, so I, I got the trophy in for State Farm's chairman circle, um, which is – basically recognizing the top tier agents that are across the country that are taking care of all customers and product all product lines so that would be not just our auto and home insurance but life insurance uh, financial services uh, really everything we can offer so super nice trophy it's in the trophy case at the office there um, also just recently got named uh, best of Greeley as far as the insurance agent for the second year in a row so very proud of that more importantly proud of the team as far as all the support they give me so. absolutely you built up an incredible network an incredible team, and congratulations, Best of Greeley, uh, the Chairman's Circle. Thank you. Uh, and you don't just have to be in Greeley to, to, to see Khan with State Farm. You can be anywhere in northern Colorado, right? Very true. Very true. Yeah, we write uh, for the entire state of Colorado as well as Wyoming, Nebraska, and Arizona. So we got the whole region covered. Whole region Where? Covered. Why would you go anywhere else? <laughs> the, I don't could be the Could be the tagline for next year. We need to bring you in as a marketing. Khan and Jolu, why would you go anywhere else? Why bother? <laughs> Well, I think Mike uh, should come over just for the fact that he gets to yell con every time he talks to me. <laughs> he gets to do that with his insurance agent. You know, he could, uh, he's got it <laughs> queued up. There we go. Uh, I think that could be like when your door opens. You know, some people have doorbells, some people have chimes. Nice. Yeah, we might con. have to look into that. It, uh, yeah, it might scare the team a little bit, but. Yeah, yeah, and, be fun. But imagine all those Trekkie fans who aren't yet hooked on State Farm Insurance. Like, you know what? This is the guy. This is the guy. Yeah. If you are a Trekkie fan out there and want an, an agent named Con, I'm your guy. Or if you're a Trekkie. Because I'm, I'm sure you can be a fan of Trekkies and be a Trekkie. Yeah. What? I'm confused. <laughs> a fan of Trekkie? You said a Trekkie fan. Yeah. I, I think I'm just not as well versed in what... Trekkies call themselves. I'm more of a Star Wars guy. We've talked about this, so I'm I'm new to that whole world. But by default, because of my name, I'm attached to them forever. Well, we're sorry for that. <laughs> Better than Darth Khan or something like that, I suppose. Associating you with evil, but or, for those who or might maybe be confused, some people think you're a con man. 
he, I, he I could have be. received that. I have or, received. or maybe some people think that you murdered the most amount of people in, in history. Genghis? Yeah, Genghis Khan. That's my brother's name. We haven't talked about that, but my brother is Genghis. Wow. Yeah. Is, is he really? Yes. You should uh, bring him in. Well, he's in Turkey, so it might be hard. But we could conference him maybe. It's probably morning time there, about 1 a.m. But, yeah, uh, Genghis is my brother's name. I have a sister named Layla. So. Wow. Yeah. We, we had that um, to grow up to, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of that. As you can imagine, a challenging name in rural Ohio for not only him but myself as well. So. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. So being from Ohio, uh, the Buckeye State, um, you know, we were talking about dinner and supper. What other Midwesternisms have you brought over to Colorado since, uh, since you moved out here, Con? Mm, that is a good one. Um, Do you call it soda or pop? I can go either way on that. I, I've been around the country. I think in our house we call it soda, uh, but I grew up with it being pop. Um, I have found, and you're probably familiar with this too in Indiana, um, big fan of their carbs. You know, I, I think for my wife, uh, the first time I mentioned putting um, beef and noodles over top of mashed potatoes, she about gagged. That's a thing <laughs> back home and a very hearty meal. Um, one of my favorite for marching band days on those cold days. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Phil, oh, I can't remember his last name, um, but his mom made the best uh, mashed potatoes and uh, and beef and noodles. Love oh, it. my gosh. Love it. It'll keep you watering warm, now. Build you some size. Um, just all around good meal right there. You know, they they ate well in, uh, in the Midwest. Yes. They still, they, they still do eat very well. I am a big fan of corn. Um, we have sweet corn out here, but uh, in Ohio, it's a, it's a big thing. Um, I, last time we were home, uh, I took him to the uh, sweet corn festival, and you just eat sweet corn and walk around and then ride some rides and you know see the local folks. It, it's a good time. You know, the Midwest. I mean, here in Colorado, you have to drive to get anywhere. I mean, that's, I mean, it's less and less now because of the the rapid growth we're experiencing. Um, but in Indiana, I mean, it's it's places to go 30 minutes away i mean sure. 30 minutes outside of fort wayne my hometown you get to amish country you know Love you it. see you see horse and buggies um roaming around the streets you know mm-hmm. 30 minutes away you're you're in Lakeland. you know there's tons of lakes and um got little cottages around i mean it's just you know fort wayne is a little hub but farmland everywhere else too yes much closer together uh i think in six hours you can drive across the entire state of ohio six hours here you're still in colorado or an adjacent state. You're so. just uh, yeah, eight hours to get through Iowa or Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, they have corn out there. They do. They will show it off. I'm driving home uh, for the holiday season, uh, and I do usually every year just because prices are absolutely just egregious right now for flights. About twelve hundred bucks just to fly into my hometown, where yeah. in October it was three fifty. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I don't mind long drives. I can still do it without a break. I mean, nice. I have to fill up the gas and and I have to you know relieve myself at one point. Maybe twice. Um, but it's a good 16 hours nonstop. Yeah, that's a healthy drive. What do you like to listen to? Oh, podcasts and uh, audiobooks. That's the way to go. Knock Audio- it out. I you can t- knock out, yeah, a couple of good audiobooks on the uh, on the drive. Yeah, you have one queued up for this trip? Not yet. You need I, to get one. I, uh, I still don't even know my travel plans yet, but uh, but I do enjoy it. You know, just seeing the countryside and nice, relaxing home of the road as long as there's no weather. For yes. no weather. Well, we'll be thinking about you and hoping for good weather for you. I hope so. We'll be back for more Nick Snacks as we're here with Con and Jolu with State Farm. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Nick's Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, brought to you by 477 Distilling. Just a reminder, set your clocks for 10 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, because that night, 50% off bottles at 477 Distilling, 30% off merchandise. It's fantastic to see lines start forming about 8 p.m. outside of the distillery. We hand out shots. I say weeks. I do like to volunteer for that event. It's so much fun um, just to see the incredible amount of support coming by for incredible deals. They are perfect stocking suckers, perfect for family get-togethers. If you're hosting a holiday party, 477 Distilling, 10 p.m. to midnight on Thanksgiving Day for 50% off bottles. Also, they have their 25 days of Christmas that'll be starting up on December 1st. I actually recorded a commercial for them the other day where I uh, get progressively drunk. Oh. Um, granted, I was not drinking old fashions. It was just tea. Uh, but to be able to act for buy one, get one old fashions uh, uh, on one of the days that I'm hosting trivia, uh, it was fun to just see uh, what my acting skills were like. It's been a long time since I've been uh, played a drunk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great role. Oh, it was fantastic. It was so much fun. So uh, when that video does air, y'all have been warned. Those were those empty glasses were empty, uh, but it was just iced tea I was drinking. Just iced tea. Nice. Disclaimer. Ooh, that'll come back to haunt me when I'm running for office someday, I'm sure. <laughs> Look at this commercial Nick did in 2022. He's just a raging alcoholic. Raging. Functioning raging alcoholic. Let's be very clear there. Uh, some major life updates for me I should probably share. I am in the hunt for a dog. Oh, what kind of dog? Uh, you know, I, 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 I dog sat for my neighbor this weekend. Okay. And for about a better half of a year, almost two. Micah, when did I watch Game of Thrones? Was that two years ago? Last year. Two years ago. I can't remember. Anyway, I, I binge-watched Game of Thrones, and it was around this time last year that I was wrapping it up. But I was uh, I spent many months considering getting a dog. At that time, I think it was two years ago because I was still working from home largely. But I knew, no, Nick, when you go back to work, you're going to be pretty busy. So maybe you should uh, you should maybe hold off. Uh, well, this weekend, I, I dog sat for my neighbor. His name is Albert Capone. He's a little uh, okay. little mutt, uh, part chihuahua, part beagle, part who knows what. Uh, fun, fun dog, full of energy, just the, the, the cutest and snuggliest pup I'd ever known. Um, you know, so we hung out all weekend long. It was bachelor weekend. It was so much fun. Nice. I was like, all right, I, th- I think it's time. I think it's time to pull the trigger. So, you know, I was posting on my Snapchat story, and somebody's like, yeah, Nick, you need a dog. Like, we can tell. You need a dog. I'm like, yes, I do. And um, so anyway, Monday morning, a friend texts me and says, here's your dog with a screen capture of a, of a Facebook group that, you know, um, is a rescue for dogs. Uh, let me read his, his description, why he is uh, absolutely perfect for me. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll show you a picture, too. The yeah. audience can't see. But, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. His name's Rusty. Don't like that name. I'm going to change it to Samwise for my Lord of the Rings okay. fix. Okay. Because uh, I think that a pet's name needs to have two syllables. Because when you have, you know, you have all these nicknames for pets, maybe mm-hmm. for kids too, uh, but to at least two syllables for when they're in trouble. Sure, you got to emphasize on that second one. Exactly, right? you really bring it home and and show that you mean it. Yeah, I mean for my cats, I have Boba Pet, but Bobes, <laughs> Boba okay. when she's in trouble. There's Pip and Squeak, also known as Pip, but Pippin when Love he's it. in trouble. And then there's Gus, Burton Guster, or Guster if he's in trouble, or Burton. I don't know. I, they have like 30 names. I don't think they know who they are. But Rusty is a less than a year old, potty trained, crate trained mutt. He is 35 pounds now. He's great with other dogs, good with kids and cats, full of love and looking for his forever home. He does great in the car and is happy to sit with you on his blanket at a restaurant, coffee shop, or I'm going to add in distillery. Nice. So I uh, just need to have a blanket with him. He's crate trained. I mean, it's going to be Perfect, but uh, but his his little his little picture of uh, 
of uh, of, of soon to be Samwise. Oh, very cute, very cute. I don't, I don't know. What, what, can you, what do you think he is? It looks. Maybe I'm wrong here, but does he have some uh, Shibi Uno in him? I don't know. I don't know. Um, they said he. They, there might be husky. I don't see any husky here. I mean, to me, it looks like a, he's got a coat of a golden retriever, right? Um, you know, very gold with some um, some white spots around. Mm-hmm. Um, the ears are what's getting me. I don't know. A very pretty dog, though. You should you should make that happen. Oh, I am, and he okay. will be everywhere with me. I love it. Oh, I'm excited. So uh, stay tuned. I'm going to have a meet and greet actually uh, on Wednesday night, and then hopefully, uh, if things go well, pick him up on Friday, and we're going to have a nice weekend and, and Thanksgiving feast together. Nice. Can we circle back on something though? Did you you said you just finished Game of Thrones last year? Yeah. Wow. I'm on the journey right now. I've been through it probably six or seven times. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. My best friend moved up. He's staying with us for a while while he's looking for a place. He moved up from Texas. And uh, we are in season two right now. And he is just blown away. I mean, he's captivated. And I'm always surprised that he's never seen it before. And so I'm taking him on the journey and uh, answering a lot of questions. Did you lean on Micah for questions when you were watching? Uh, you know, I, it was it was an intense watch for me. Um, it was during COVID. You know, we were all isolated. Um, I'd seen the first three episodes like five times, but never fully got in, into it. And oh my, it's a dark show. It sure. is a very dark show. Um, I love the storytelling because no matter how evil the people are, you can see why they've justified their behaviors. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that on the Nerd Show. But yeah, it was incredible. Sure. Absolutely incredible. I'm just jealous that my friend has a, another, like, six seasons to watch. I'm out of TV, so the fact that we're going <laughs> back through it, it, it's nice to to do that. But um, Now, are you picking up on a lot of things you didn't pick up on before? I mean, you said this is six or seven times through, so. Yes. Um, yeah, I think every time I watch it, especially if I'm really paying attention, there are so many nuances throughout that show that they hide um, and will circle back to. And it's just, I love it. Um, you know, say what you will as far as the ending and everything, but uh it's been a great journey. I just keep it on in the background. It makes it really easy to watch. So You know, the ending, and I've said this before, um, to me makes sense. I can't see that ending any other way. It was just rushed. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when when because, uh, you know, my benefit of not watching it when it was coming out was I didn't have that connection and attachment that people did when they were watching it every week. You know, I was able to, I'd say, binge watch it, you know, an episode or two a day. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it, it did progress it's like wow that, that they moved that army pretty quickly oh that happened really quickly why'd they have this battle with the night king and then this but wow okay um but it made sense it just needed probably two more seasons to be able to tell the story in the same manner in which they had told the story before sure sure i can see that have you watched uh house of the dragon we have we've okay. been reviewing it on the nerd show and nice. it's, i loved it Nice. I mean, I, right now, and we talked about this on the Nerd Show. If you haven't listened yet, I do co-host the Nerd Show with Micah and my friend Scott Magerflesh, and uh, you know we dissect the shows that are coming out, other nerdy things. But right now is like the best time to be a nerd. Between House of the Dragon, between the Rings of Power, between Andor, mm-hmm. um, it's just been. Awesome this fall. I've struggled to sit down and enjoy my favorite seat in the house, which is the recliner downstairs, uh, the fireplace on, and the TV on. Um, but those are my like hour or two of joy a week where I'm just sitting there immersed in the best storytelling in nerddom. I think. Sure. 
Yeah, I will say those, uh, what you mentioned are on my list. I said I was out of TV. It's really just about finding the time to get into them. And if I'm going to watch those, I want to spend the appropriate amount of time to catch up on everything. But uh, so far, you recommend both of them? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I uh, loved House of the Dragon. Um just stunning. I know some fans didn't like the time jumps. It was hard to get into because they have three different time jumps throughout that series. Uh, but, you know, I don't see any other way of doing that without having a, a 15 or 20 episode um uh, you know, story for the first season. And I know that's what some fans want. They want to go back to where you had 32 episodes a season or something like that for those <laughs> hour-long TV shows. But that's not the, the – people don't have the time anymore. People aren't at home at 5 o'clock in the evenings and able to watch their, their programs. Sure. Like, you know, that was what we grew up doing. Well, not really doing, but, you know, I remember, oh, this was on Monday night. This was on Tuesday night. This was Sunday night. This was that. Um, nowadays, I, I like really good, concise storytelling because I don't have that time to commit to – you know, a year's worth of television. Right. I'd right. love it. Don't get me wrong. I'd love it. But I just, I don't have the time. Yeah, I would agree. Um, uh, you know, just high level, I would say I was so far pleased with the way they've they've taken that show. And I think it ties in well. Now that I'm going back through Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm listening for cues that might take me to back to the House of the Dragon. So I'm glad they, they took that on. And I think it's been well done so far. And we got J- uh, Jon Snow coming out this winter, I think. Yes. Uh, yes. Which is interesting. So soon after House of the Dragon. But uh, I don't know. We'll dissect that. On the Nerd Show, I'm sure. There we go. Stay tuned for more of Nick Snacks. We'll be back with Khan talking about the Northern Colorado Young Professionals. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back to Nick's Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice in the Allo Communications studios. Just a highlight of some upcoming events uh, here in Greeley in Northern Colorado. We've got the Festival of Trees kicking off on Friday, November 25th, right after the Thanksgiving holiday um, in downtown Greeley at the Union Colony Civic Center. There's there's Teddy Bear Bash. Well, maybe not. I can't remember. Um, there's Whoville, where you can bring your kiddos to get dressed up in hairstyles like the Who's. The Grinch will be there for a photo op. There's a wine sipping and painting event, uh, watercolor and wine on that Wednesday after Thanksgiving. There's a Whiskey Wonderland Spirits of the Season Saturday, November 26th, I believe it is, yes, um, 7 p.m., and that's right after the Greeley Lights of the Night Parade, which starts at 5.30. If you're going to be downtown, hit up all those events supporting nonprofits, the city, visit Greeley, all those wonderful things. So uh, visit um, cityofgreeley.com, visit Greeley. Um, all those places will have information, greeleyfill.org, for uh, Poinsettia Pops, December 3rd, which wraps up Festival of Trees. Um, the holiday season is upon us, which leads us to Khan. <laughs> Khan is, uh, has played Santa Claus uh, several times for some networking events, and I understand you're going to be doing the same uh, for our Northern Colorado Young Professionals, which is um, the, the premier Young Professionals networking organization in Northern Colorado. Um, Khan and I serve on the council for the NOCO YPs, and uh, we have an event on Thursday, December 8th at Weld County Garage from 5 to 7 p.m. We're going to have a toy drive, hoping to a kid 
Kids Toy Drive for uh, filling up a bed of a truck um, with new toys, right? We're not doing gently used? Correct. New toys unwrapped um, December 8th, as you mentioned. Hopefully, we can get a, a truck bed filled up, and then we're going to make that donation. Um, and it should be a really good event. Looking forward to it. Uh, as you mentioned, I'll, I'll be Santa. I'm looking forward to that. Every time I put on the suit, um, it, it's a fun time. You never know what's going to happen. It's like me when I put on my stormtrooper costume. Yes. Um, you know, I, I usually make people cry. Some kids cry when I wear that. Um, I don't know how many criers you get when you're, when you're Santa Claus. Uh, many. Um, we get some tears of joy and then tears of fright. I, I'm not really sure where, where the tears come from, but uh, I've seen them from all angles. Uh, try to be as open as possible uh, with the kids and the parents and just try to get a photo. I mean, some of the best photos, though, are kids crying and me holding them. <laughs> <laughs> Does Chris Kringle himself just smiling with a, with a crying toddler? Yes. Have you ever been asked to play the Santa Claus from a Christmas story? Just uh, really, I have not. Uh, would you consider doing it? I'm open. Um, you know, once you have a Santa suit, there's really no end to what you could do with it. Have you heard of SantaCon? I have. Okay. I went a few years ago as an elf because <laughs> okay. I never want to go with the flow. I've always been that, that kid, that person uh, who goes, does what the norm doesn't do. You know. So Santa Con is, it takes place in Fort Collins, and it's a bar hopping on a Saturday night in December where everyone just dresses up as Santa. There's pirate Santas. There's There's – well, that's the only one I can come up with right now. But so many different types and styles of Santa Clauses, yeah. um, female Santas and tall Santas, small Santas, skinny Santas, and then occasionally there's an elf. And I, I enjoy my buddy the elf costume. Yeah. Well, I am Santa Con, so I feel like I should go to that. This gosh. You know what? Out. Maybe that's what they've been <laughs> – been, oh, gosh. I didn't even make the connection. <laughs> Oh, so uh, Con, talking about the Northern Colorado Young Professionals, again, that's not just for um, for young professionals. You can bring your whole family to that event on Thursday, December 8th, again, 5 to 7 p.m. at Weld County Garage. Thank you to Chase Yoder for helping uh, – for uh, allowing us the use of that space. Um, but Con, as, a, as one of the founding council members for YP, um, you know, just for the average listener, what is YP all about? Well, I think our our group is is trying to change what folks think about with young professionals. I think there have been some groups in the past and, um, you know, some opportunities for young professionals to get together, but maybe not with the same reach that we have. Um, as you know, being on the council with me, um, we're trying to do things a little bit different and, and make an impact now, but also set this organization up for success into the future. Um, as a plug, it's not just for Greeley. It's really all of northern Colorado. So we've had folks come in um, from Brighton, Loveland, Fort Collins, and really just looking for a place to plug in. I think really what makes our group different is all of the areas that we're trying to hit on. So already we've had the board matching event, which went really well. Um, some great feedback there. Also, um, I think it was two weeks ago. Well, a week ago, uh, we did the Common Grounds takeover at the chamber there. Uh, really got to hear um, some good insight from from some of the elected officials and just how um, how they see some of the issues impacting young professionals. So, so far, I've really enjoyed being a part of the group. I think you have as well. Um, and those that have attended uh, have given us some great feedback and direction as to where we could really take this thing. Right now, this is uh, it's not an extension of the Chamber of Commerce, but they have been hosting us and housing us for a bit until uh, our YP gets fully underway. And, and with that comes policies. Uh, we've been working diligently on, on crafting our mini-page um, policies. Um, you know, for how we uh, 
bring up our leaders to find a chair for a co-chair, what terms are, are, are limited to, how big the council is, um, and really define what our mission and our values are. And with 15 different council members, there's 15 different opinions on, on mission and values. And it's been really remarkable to see all those minds come together and, and shape what we have created that will continue to involve, uh, evolve. Um, you know, with uh, with Common Grounds, that's a monthly event that the chamber puts on, which is elected officials talking about relevant topics. And for the YPs to take over was really we didn't take over. Uh, we did by force. So watch out, elected <laughs> officials were coming. Um, no, just but uh, ask questions about the challenges that they see that will directly impact the YPs as we're moving to the area, growing a family, growing our businesses and seeing really the, the landscape of northern Colorado literally change before our eyes, not just the landscape itself with all the new builds that are taking place, but how that's going to be shaped in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, um, as we're expecting, you know, to have well over 1.5 million people in northern Colorado. And I'm just talking Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins, Windsor, and Berthet at that point. Um, so, and, and, and everything with that, you know, this board matching event was remarkable. It was introducing over 30 nonprofit um, organizations in in the community to young professionals and introducing young professionals to all the different varieties and and types of nonprofits to get involved in whether that's serving on a committee capacity or as a board member um you know it was a remarkable event just uh, the first of its kind um that we've uh put together and that will be our signature event moving forward and i just thought it was incredible and remarkable uh young professionals constitute anyone 20 to 40ish not 20 20 years old to 40ish um so whatever that means to you you know even though some people say yeah young at heart yes um but uh, you know we really want to focus on those who who and the and for professional, too, that's a big hang-up with people. You know, some people with professionals think, okay, well, it has to be a doctor or a pharmacist or a, um, or a business owner. No, that can be literally anyone who, who wants to grow as, as they will in their profession, whatever that is, a craft, a, a salesman, a car salesman, um, insurance agents, mm-hmm. um, executive directors, CEOs, librarians, teachers, construction workers, welders, graphic designers, marketers. I mean, all these things um, that just make our community and shape our community. Um, gosh, I, I don't know. I could keep talking all day. But, uh, Con, we've had quite a few events. What have been your favorite ones so far? Um, I would say just the the social ones so far have been great. We had the, that event at, at Chippers Lanes. Uh, that was my first time in there. So for me, just getting out into a different area of the community. Um, did you do laser tag with us? I did not. Wow. I was stuck over there in a very competitive bowling game. Uh, trying to break a hundred, so uh, <laughs> um, you know. But that's it, me with my golf score, by the way, too. Yes, I'm in the same boat there. Uh, but it, it was great, you know, just to see a different uh, venue in our community. Um, I've already, you know, made plans to go back there, but also met some new folks there, and I've seen them at, at subsequent events. And so, um, I would say that's been my favorite so far. But I know for. Uh, for everyone, just, you know, the different events we're trying to host is really just giving options for different young professionals to plug into. And I think that's what makes this group great. Oh, yeah. And it's we're just getting started, too. We have yet to publish what our policies and our kind of bylaws, if you will, are. Um, we'll be looking for new council members. If you are curious at all about the young professionals in northern Colorado, or you might be connected to somebody who might benefit from that social connection or even wants to become a leader in the community, um, have them reach out, Google a uh, visit northern Colorado young professionals. Um, and Con and I or anyone on the council would be happy to sit down and chat with them and hope to see them on December 8th at Weld County Garage, 5 to 7 p.m. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back with more from Khan 
and Nick. Welcome back to Nick's Next on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's Voice, brought to you by 477 Distilling. Next Friday, that is Friday the... No, wait, it's this Friday. Two days from now. 20... Good heavens, what's happening with me? What is today? The 18th. November 18th. Gosh, I should just start the segment over. <laughs> I won't. Um, the Peppermint Schnapps is being released from 477 Distilling. Um Gosh, that's a that's a delicious one. I that was you know when I first um, started drinking um, way back when I was seven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, back in the motherland. Um, no, but uh, gosh, in my early twenties, I loved hot cocoa and peppermint schnapps, which then was coffee and peppermint schnapps, and I then loved peppermint mocha. Nice of um, uh, the creamer. So if you smell that on me, I am not drinking at uh, seven thirty or eight o'clock uh, in the morning. <laughs> if so, it's just a rare occasion on a weekend. But the peppermint schnapps are just fantastic. So visit four seventy seven Distilling for that special release next week. I make it sound like I'm an alcoholic on the show. Uh, <laughs> reviewing bourbons and whiskeys. I've actually been dry the month of November. Okay. Um, I try to take a month off each year. This year, I've taken two months off. I took April off drinking, um, and I'm taking November as well. I mean, that'll end with Thanksgiving because, sure. I mean, it's a feast. Yeah. You must prepare for the feast. Um, but gosh, you know, it's, it's just good for me to do and, and encourage anyone who might socially imbibe in the uh, the adult beverages to, to take a month off every now and again. One, to just give yourself a break, to get some better sleep, helps out your skin, helps out your diet. I'm already down seven pounds and I haven't changed a thing. Nice. And all I drink is bourbon. Okay. So that's the thing. I mean, you, you've done the research, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. It's fascinating. With the, within like, you know... Um, now again, I didn't get the one to two days afterwards. You get the shakes and you got fevers <laughs> and headaches and chills. No, but after about a week, um, you know, cause I, it's just so much stress and pressure, especially around the holidays and this time of the year with the, uh, with the orchestra, with all these events happening. Um, I was like, I really want to be able to sleep and not feel fatigued when I wake up in the morning. Um, cause I do so very much. And, you know, within uh, seven days, your sleep habits get a little better. They're not as disrupted. Even if you sleep a full night after you've had a few drinks, you're not really getting a full restful night of sleep. Um, so, gosh, I feel fantastic. I mean, I should probably start doing my yoga again um, to, to get my body a little more energy. But um, feel fantastic and encourage everyone to take that take that leap. And the, the holidays are hard. Um, last week, we had Deanne Zolke, the executive director of the Community Grief Center, on the show. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure many of us, I don't know anyone who probably isn't a little sad during the holidays of, of lost and missed loved ones. Yes. Um, you know, so uh, so with all the parties and social events that are happening, of course, uh, the, the the liquor may be flowing at all those events. Um, you know, try not to indulge too much, just uh, as as you're maybe repressing, or suppressing some feelings there. But um, otherwise, just be safe, have fun. Four seventy seven distilling. Just the plug the whole spectrum from pepper schnapps and coffee <laughs> to uh, to take care of yourself this holiday season. Love it, love it. You're oh. doing great. Cover all Nick Snacks, you know? Nick Snacks covering everything there. You never know what you're going to get. Well, you know, Connor, you have it for a few more minutes before we wrap up the show. Um, being from the Midwest, you know, what are some traditions that you've carried over to uh, to your Colorado, you know, family, the region out here? Is there anything you still uh, hold true to from, from your time in the Midwest? 
Oh, that's a great question. I, you know, right now Saturdays for me are just dedicated to college football. Uh, I went to Ohio State for my undergraduate and, um, you know, just the atmosphere there. I try to carry that on here, you know, get up, put the jersey or team shirt on and, and watch football. I think it goes well, you know, um, with this time of year. It, it gets a little bit colder. You want to stay inside for that. But I feel like that's a thing out here. Folks are into football, but I'd say more on the professional side with the Broncos. I think so. Yeah. yeah. There's not, you, know, you don't hear too much talk about college football unless they're directly related to CSU or UNC or, right. or CU. Right, uh, which I'll watch any of them. I mean, I've been catching myself up late watching the eight thirty Hawaii games <laughs> just to get any football in there. But I would say that's probably the biggest one. We've been trying to create some of our own traditions just around the holidays and everything. Uh, specifically, you know, being home for Christmas in our house so the kids can wake mm-hmm. up and just still have those memories there. But how about you? You have any that you you brought over from Indiana? And not really, because it's just me. Yeah. Um, no, I. I can't say that I have very many. Um, but one holiday that my family has invented is called Slug Day, and it takes place on Friday. And more of a protest to Black Friday when people are still going out and getting in lines early in the morning. Um, we'd uh, all go to my Aunt Peggy's house and watch Christmas movies all day in our pajamas. She'd pick up uh, donuts and, and juice and everything for breakfast, and we'd get little Caesars for lunch and just watch movies all day. And they'd have to include Elf and the Polar Express. Okay. Um, no matter what. Um, and then uh, she she uh, premiered what we called The Turd, which was the <laughs> worst B, actually C-grade Christmas movie you could ever imagine. Uh, at most, we could get through 10 or 15 minutes of it, but every year would be a different movie movie feature that kicks off Slug Day. Um, and it's just, again, that, that uh, great family time after a wonderful holiday. And um, did not bring that over, but it's one of, my, one of the, the favorite holidays that we've invented in Indiana. Nice. I, I think that's a great a great tradition. You need to keep that going. It's, uh, it's always good just to have those days where you can go through an entire catalog of movies and, and not feel shamed for Staying in your pajamas, so. exactly, and letting you know, it. and again, protesting all the, the the commercialism that is now the holidays. Yeah. Now uh, here is a big point of contention from uh, from my midwestern um, roots to to Colorado. What are your thoughts on cinnamon rolls and chili? Wow, it's interesting you brought that up. So. I did not grow up with that, but recently my friend James was talking to his brother and said, hey, what do you feel or how do you feel about cinnamon rolls and chili? And um, I feel like in Ohio, you know, um, Skyline Chili out of Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. uh, they put cinnamon in their chili, to my knowledge. Um, There's not a thing for me, but uh, I'm okay with it. I like both of them. I don't see why I wouldn't like both together. Is that something you grew up on? No. We grew up with either cornbread or Mm -hmm. like saltine crackers. Saltines. That's what my mom always had on the table. And then my grandmother would just put slabs of butter on saltines and feed it to (laughs) us. So um, (laughs) everybody was working against me. (laughs) (laughs) That was Midwest. Yeah, I I grew up, again, with either cornbread or... um, or, or saltine crackers, just crinkle them all up. So, of course, Fritos is my favorite, my go-to now. Um, we did not grow up a Frito uh, or corn chip family, so um, you know those scoops are just amazing. Oh, and phenomenal. This time of year, I, I have them in stockpile for when I make those big batches of chili in the Instant Pot. Um, 
But I still I can't quite get on board with the cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I actually just went to a buddy's chili cook-off um, last Saturday, uh, took home the title. Um, so I was happy. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, a very competitive space there. Uh, but there were no cinnamon rolls to be served. Interesting. So, and there were a lot of Coloradans there. So I don't know. Um, I've heard of it. It's not for me, but I'm not opposed to it. I could be open to it. For us, cinnamon rolls were a were a treat for a late night dessert. Right. Um, you know, my dad would hey cinnamon rolls tonight. Yes, you know those those Pillsbury ones that are prepackaged. You know, come out and it just just warm and gooey enough, and the the melted frosting. Oh, that was. Uh, we never really had them for breakfast much. It was just one of those desserts that we we'd have on occasion. Yeah, I have to admit, I've driven over to Johnson's Corner to get. Their cinnamon rolls there. I was like, what's all the hype about this? I got to go check it out. I mean, they're great, um, but what cinnamon roll isn't, you know? Yeah, true. But you know what, Johnson's Corner, sometimes they're too rich for me. I, I could agree with that. I mean, same thing, uh, Cinnabon in a mall. I mean, smells great, but once you get a couple bites in, it's it's a rough go. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, molten lava cakes. They're fantastic, <laughs> but about one or two bites. Yep, uh, that's, that's a bit much. You got to... I gotta back off a little bit. Um, you know, this is baking. This is my time of the year. I love baking. I made a, a coffee cake this weekend for a brunch, uh, and I'm into bread, sourdough, and, and things like that. My sourdough starter had spoiled though. Oh. I lost uh, both of my starters, so I have to start from scratch. Um, so now I've kind of uh, put a pause on sourdough. Uh, okay. A little frustrated there. So I'm uh, found a new recipe that I enjoy. That's just again four ingredients: flour, water, salt, and yeast. Nice. Um, did a four herb one the other day in my Dutch oven. That's just a Gosh, good time of the year. The smells of the house too, because yeah. you know you don't have the house open because it's you know little little balmy outside. Little... No, it's it's freezing temperatures. <laughs> well, this has been Nick Snacks one hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA with a good friend Khan in Jolu with State Farm. If you have any insurance questions or needs, uh, go visit Khan. Um, you know, agent extraordinaire, chairman circle, best of Greeley, just an all around great guy, and Santa Khan. This has been Nick Snacks. Tune in next week for an all-new episode, and that's our cutoff.